Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Nashville, it's time for Nashville Business Radio. Now, here's your host. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Nashville Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and this is going to be a good one because we're going to be celebrating on this one. Uh, Celebrating events, in-person events with Sarah Patton. Sarah is the owner-founder of Social Bliss Events. Sarah, welcome. John, thank you so much for having me. And yes, I am so excited that events are back and they are back with a bang. Um, so thank you so much for having me on. I'm happy to be here this morning. Yeah, I'm excited to have you and excited for what it means to have you, certainly. Um, but let's get into um, you and Social Bliss Events. How are you serving folks out there? So Social Bliss Events, so we are an event planning boutique. So we are located here in Nashville. However, we have served 10 cities across the U.S. and also some international events as well. But we specialize in we- customized weekend itineraries. Um, so we're known for our spectacular bachelorette parties, or social shindigs, and then also some luxury weddings as well. Uh, wow. Okay. Lots to get into there. But let, let's talk a little bit about your history and how you got started. Uh, your history goes well before the pandemic, but uh, talk about your journey and and why the event planning business for you. Yeah. So I have been in Nashville since 2004. So I fell in love with Nashville when I moved here to go to school at Vanderbilt. And I know that you, John, are also a Vanderbilt alum. Um, So moved here for that and just fell in love with our city. Um, I was working a corporate job. And then in 2013, I started, I launched my business. And I started looking around and I was like, all of these people are visiting our city. And who is telling them what to do and where to go besides Google and Yelp? Um, So I began to kind of ask some friends and I said, hey, like I have this idea of launching this business, of planning these weekend itineraries. What do you think about it? And some people said, yeah, that's a great idea. And then, you know, there are always those naysayers. And so people are like, no one's ever going to pay you to do that. Have fun with your hobby. Don't quit your day job. Is that that's what they say? (laughs) Um, So, you know, some people said that, but I had the foresight to know that something was happening in Nashville. I knew that I'm a pioneer and I can always see things before they come, which is most um, entrepreneurs. Um, But people, yeah, they just couldn't see it. But I knew something special was happening in Nashville. So six months later, I'd launched my business. Six months later, I booked my very first client, Gabrielle. And I remember that call. I was sitting at my desk and she called and she said, hey, I've been looking for someone to plan my bachelorette party. All of my friends are coming in from out of town. I'm a local, I don't want to plan it. And I don't know what to do or where to go. I don't want to deal with it. So we met at a local Nashville restaurant and over pizza, we planned out her weekend itinerary. I remember that evening walking to my car thinking, I knew it. I knew that I could believe in myself and that something special was happening in Nashville. So fast forward, business was flourishing in 2015. And I was able to quit that corporate job. And don't get me wrong, it was very scary. There was a lot Mm. to weigh there. Um, So for business owners, you will see that I started in 2013. I didn't quit until 2015. I was doing both. I was juggling a lot. I was staying up until the wee hours of the morning and then back at my corporate job at 7 a.m. I had a nest egg. I saved up at least six months of money before I quit. So as business owners, I know that's who we're talking to. Be wise before, don't just 
you know, really rationalize things. So make sure that you have all your ducks in a row. But it was the most exciting day, June of 2015, that I was able to quit my job. And then the trajectory of bachelorette parties continued to soar. Nashville actually became the number one city for bachelorette parties. We beat out Vegas, which people never thought would happen. Um, And then it's funny because, you know, those naysayers who said, oh, you can't do it. They became my cheerleaders. And so it was so great. We continued, um, business continued thriving. And then 2020, we had expanded to our first international wedding. But as we all experienced, COVID hit. (laughs) And as we know, events came to a screeching halt. Um, Within two weeks, all of my clients were contacting me. Um, Thankfully, 90% of our business just rotated to 2021, but we did have some cancellations as well. But everything came to a screeching halt. And when that happens, you have a choice. You can either wallow in the situation or you can utilize the downtime to reassess the business. And that's what we chose to do. So we reevaluated what is, what are events going to look like post-COVID? None of us have dealt with this before. Um, we also streamlined our processes. Um, so if you're a business owner looking, um, make sure to take inventory of your processes. That was the number one change that we made was updating our onboarding process mm. and our onboarding questionnaire. So now we have nine questions that we have clients fill out so that, and it saved us three to four hours of time on the front end. Because it tells us that we can look and see, are we available that date? Um, Are they a good fit? Do they have the budget for the type of events that we want to plan? We use HoneyBook and then we also use some internal systems. But if you're just starting out, just start with what you have. Google Documents. Um, I think sometimes we're always trying to recreate the will um, Mm -hmm. and that's not necessary. So just start with the basics. Um, Done is better than not having it complete at all. So after that, um, doing a lot of front end, now we're in 2021 and events are back. Um, So we are so excited to be back in person. And earlier this year, we were featured in People Magazine showcasing the wedding of Sutherland, which is one of my favorite local up and coming country duo. And it was an honor to see our hard work featured. And it felt like finally it was all worth it. Wow. (laughs) Wow. I'm I need to take a break. I'm out of breath. Just listening to that. Uh, wow. What, what a uh, journey, but, uh, I want to dive a little deeper, but I want you to give some advice and you, you, you mentioned a couple points there, but to those folks out there that are, they're in corporate, they've got a side hustle. They want to turn into a business. You know, what advice would you give someone in that position? Yeah. One of the first things I say is do your homework, do your research, navigate, um, and ask a lot of questions. So do your research locally um, to see if it's a viable idea in the market, and then also research other industries. So maybe it hasn't come to Nashville. Obviously, at the time of bachelorette parties, um, in my business plan, we had research from um, New Orleans. We had research from Vegas of what was happening there, and eventually it trickled over to us, but do your research. Um, is number one. Number two, I always say, ask other business owners. So I consulted other people in the industry. Um, We were the second business to start bachelorette parties here in Nashville. So I couldn't actually ask people about that because as you heard, there were naysayers who didn't even think it was a viable business. Mm -hmm. But I talked to other wedding planners. I talked to people doing corporate events and you can pull wisdom and nuggets from them. One of the questions I always ask is what is the most challenging part of your business? Um, because I think, you know, especially with events, everyone loves the end product, but what is happening leading up to that? Um, for us, we spend between 
40 and 60 hours per event planning things. So structuring, so talking with all of the vendors, getting everything to look spectacular. Um, So always ask that question, shadow them if you can. Um, I have people come and help and assist on the day of events because I always tell them you're on your feet for 10 to 15 hours a day. You're setting up, you're lifting, you're moving tables. Um, So that's not the beautiful part of the events. Everyone just wants to see the pictures. And then thirdly, you're going to have to move from idea to action. So you're going to have to start testing it on a small scale and figure out what that looks like. But make sure, yeah, do your research, make a business plan, be very smart um, and ask around yourself with wisdom. Great words of advice here from Sarah Patton, folks. Sarah is the founder and owner of Social Bliss Events. So I'm curious about the one myth about event planning that that's out there you'd like to burst, debunk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I talked about it just a little bit, but that so many people are like, oh, your job is so fun. You just get to plan these beautiful events. Mm-hmm. But as I mentioned, there is so much pre-work not even the day of the event, but prior to the event. Like I said, we're spending 40 to 60 hours on our luxury weddings prior to the event. So that's coordinating all of the vendors. That's talking with anywhere from 15 to 25 different people, making sure they show up when they're supposed to do. That's not an easy job, John. Right. (laughs) A lot of coordination. Um, And then the day of making sure that it runs smoothly. So there is, everyone just thinks it's this fun. You get to, Um, Even with coffee shops, you get to work at a coffee shop and I'm like, yeah, that's fun. But there is actual work that goes into it. um, And it is something that you have to be really passionate about. Otherwise, you can burn out very quickly. Um, So, yeah, so that's the one myth that it's not just all sunshine and rainbows, that there is some hard work that goes behind it. Um, And the expertise of being in the industry, I've been in the industry almost 15 years and then owned my own business for eight years. So that is something why our clients hire us is because we have that expertise and that knowledge to really know. We've kind of seen it all across the board from um, weddings that have had tents outside and then storms blew through to air conditionings going out to someone forgetting the rings. So we have lots of stories and expertise where we can tell where things haven't gone always to plan. Oh, boy. There's, uh, yeah, there's, uh, we don't have time to get in all those stories, but I'm, we're going to have to have you back and maybe do a show on great stories for, for event planning. Cause those, that sound great. But, um, you know what, I would imagine that your industry is one in which a lot of folks think, oh, I can do this myself. And particularly when it comes to a bride or a bachelorette, that's, uh, you know, Aunt Sally says, I can do it. Or mother-in-law says, I can do it. Don't worry. Don't spend that money. Let's talk to those people that are thinking about doing it themselves. It's funny. We actually last year had a few clients who came to us and said, this is what we want to do. And so we talked about pricing and they were like, oh, we can't, that's not where we want to invest our money because it is an investment. Um, You're paying for our expertise. You're paying for our knowledge of um, our connections in the city. Um, so, and it's funny, uh, probably, I think it was three or four months later, they circled back and they were like, we can't do it on our own. (laughs) We tried and we're back. We're ready to put our deposit down and let's work together. Mm. Um, but for those people, it is, there is more to it than you think. Like I said, we are putting in 40 to 60 hours behind the scenes. And so if this is the first time that you've ever done it, 
that's a lot of hours that you probably most likely didn't factor into um, your day or to your week and your planning. And there's just a lot of decisions um, to make, and it can feel very overwhelming very quickly. What we do is we guide our clients on a monthly basis and break it down. Um, we know everything is easier in bite-sized pieces, but if you don't know that, you can um, just go and start trying to plan out the entire event, and that can be a very overwhelming process um, because most of our clients, um, the majority of our clients, they're professionals. They're working. They are, um, yeah, they're just busy. They have busy lives. They're traveling, and so they need our expertise, but also. Um, our emotional intelligence to know like, hey, okay, they have a big project to at work. Let's make this week a little bit lighter and we'll pick back up in two weeks. So for those people, you can do events on your own. You totally can, but just know what you're getting yourself into. The first tip we always give is um, you've got to have your venue. So do your research, find your venue. That is the first thing that you need to do. And then because that is going to then factor the date, obviously, because what's the availability of the date? And then also the time. And then from there, you can start working with your vendors um, to build out the rest of the day. It's funny because in Nashville, you are seeing a trend um, of venue owners who are requiring day of event planners. And it specifically states it can't be a family member or friend because these venues know the expertise that we bring to the table. So there's actually, I would say probably the majority, about 75% of venues now require a professional licensed (laughs) insured uh, venue or wedding planner. Interesting. Uh, very yeah. interesting. Uh, so yeah, I'm, you know, I'm curious about just, uh, I guess what, what you've convinced me on the, the do it yourself. So I want to hire you. What do I need to bring to the table here? I mean, what do I need to get ready, uh, to, um, bring to the table so you can do a great job for me? What do I need to Uh, What information do I need to give you and how does that engagement with you kind of unroll? Yeah. So we always sit down with them. Like I said, we fill, we have them fill out that questionnaire. So it's going to ask them the date. Um, If they know it, if not, they can kind of type in a general like October of 2022. Um, They're also going to need to know how many people. So it's going to be a big difference of if you're having a 30 to 40 person um, party versus 225 people. That's a big difference. Um, You're also going to need to know what is your vision. So we allow you, are you wanting it to be really intimate? Are you wanting this to be, we've been trapped in COVID and we are ready to have the biggest celebration um, of our lives. Uh, We're wanting to also know budget. Even if you don't know, people are always like, oh, money's not an issue until you start talking about it. And then it's like, oh, that's more than we expected. (laughs) Um, So some type of budget um, as well. And those are really the kind of core things that we will need to know going into it. What obviously what type of event it is, whether it is a wedding or a bachelorette party or um, just, yeah, a girl's weekend or things like that. So those are the biggest things that we'll take um, on hand. From there, they set up a consultation with us, a 30-minute consultation. Um, We use Calendly. And so they get to book a a slot on our calendar that's convenient for them. We set that up and we go through those questions as well as some questions we have on our end as well. So on the back end, we take a chance to look like, what does our weekend look like? Um, Are they flexible on dates if we're full that weekend? Um, So we have a lot of things that we talk through, some questions that we ask them based upon the type of event that they're wanting to have. Then from there, if they decide they want to work with us, um, we do an agreement and we're able to work together. And then we have them fill out some more information too. 
so that we can really hone in. We love to delight our clients and do some client experience. So um, I personally love, we just, one of our clients uh, celebrated their one year anniversary yesterday. So sending cards in the mail, celebrating them online. So we really love to bring that um, customized, personalized touch as well. So we actually stick with our clients for almost five years after that they work with us. So we're still touching base with them, celebrating them. Um, It's great to see our clients where we plan their weddings and then working on their baby showers, seeing them. I ran into a client yesterday at church um, and she's on her second baby now. So um, I am all about connection and relationships. And I love seeing my clients, um, whether we work together again or not, just running into them and seeing them live thriving lives. That's great. Now, Sarah, let's, let's talk about, um, I, I, I guess the, the, the venues and the ideas around, uh, how my event should go. I, I mean, how much do I need to kind of know some of these things or are you going to suggest them based on not just my budget, but, but just the type of event I want to have? Yeah. So we, like I said, I've been in Nashville for almost 17 years. Um, I've been in the industry for 15 and then had my own. So the great thing is I've developed relationships with all of these venues and vendors and catering and things like that. So once we know what type of event that you're having and you give us your vision, it could be as simple as I want it to be intimate. And I, what I hear a lot from my clients is I don't want it to be a barn. And so we have our list of venues that are kind of broken into. We have spreadsheets upon spreadsheets of um, vendors that we've worked with and people that we love. And so we come in. um, One of the questions we'll ask you once you become a client is, what have you booked, if anything? So some people come to us and they've already booked their photographer or their caterer because those are the people they love, but they need help putting the rest of the pieces together. Um, So then we recommend, we usually send between three and five other vendors. Here are the people that we recommend. These are the people that we work with and love that will do a fantastic job. So yes, we provide vendor recommendations all of the time um, as well. So we are with you. um, As soon as you become a client, we're with you for every step up until the end. But people come at um, people come at different stages. So some people have planned the majority of it. Some people haven't even started and know that they just need help. Um, So we meet you wherever you are and then finish off the journey with you. What is the biggest mistake, uh, and we we can apply this to, let's say weddings. Let's talk weddings. What's the biggest mistake you see people make in planning a wedding? Oh, and planning a wedding, I would have to say that at, starting on the front end, they underestimate the time and they underestimate the budget. Um, for sure, the average wedding in um, Tennessee is $35,000. Um, so most people, you know, some people come in and they're like, Oh, I want to do it for 20. And I'm like, you might be able to do that if we go outside of national. Um, so we have to have realistic expectations with them about, um, yeah, just the pricing in national. I would actually say in national, it's probably closer to like 50 or 60 based on, um, venue prices and just making sure that you get the day that you want, um, as well. So I would say those are some two front end, just underestimating how much time it's going to take and then budgeting. Um, From there, I think the next mistake is utilizing friends. Um, It's okay to use friends, but we still always, even if it's your best friend, we require all of our clients to have contracts with them. So even if it's something, um, you know, and not super, if they don't do this all the time, it's kind of on the side, we still require contracts. 
because this is a business investment. It's an engagement together. And so we want, um, we're protecting our clients. We review every contract that we, our clients sign just to make sure. So we know how many hours they've contracted for. Um, Does this vendor require meals? Um, So there's so many little details that if you've never done this before, you don't think about. Um, The other thing I would say a big mistake that people make is um, not making it about themselves. So one of the things we sit down with our clients and do are what are the three things that matter to you as the bride and the groom and make a list of it. And then we, so if it's, let's just say um, music, that, that you know that you want a band, you don't want a DJ, you care about the food and you care about, um, let's just say the, um, the venue. So where you're hosting it. So those three things are important. The rest of everything else, we're not going to stress about. And so I think everybody, sometimes a big mistake is that people stress about every little detail, the cake the so we're going to put our money and invest in those top things, top three things that you really care about. And then the rest of it, we're not going to stress about. So we're not going to stress about cocktail napkins because that's not important because the most important thing is you marrying your best friend on that day. Mm. That's what I care about. Um, and that's the type of planner that we bring to the table. So at the end of the day, you're marrying your best friend. This is a day for you guys to remember, not be stressed out, not be um, nervous about what it looks like. So those are the type of clients that we really attract the ones that um, are just so excited to marry their best friends. And we love love um, and love the love story. Well, you just said something there that I think is really important for folks to understand and think about as they um, consider whether to hire you. And that is what they're paying for um, beyond what you, the things you said earlier in this interview they're paying for great memories and if and those are things that last for a lifetime and things you can't change <laughs> uh yeah. as much as you might want to so if you end up having um you know aunt sally or uncle joe plan your event um you know that's a little different than um experienced event planner sarah who's used to creating great memories for her clients yeah, really, it's that peace of mind mm-hmm. that they know. It's so funny. A couple, I've had a couple of clients do this. After the event is over, they'll come to me and they'll be like, "Tell us what happened," because we didn't know what happened, but we know some stuff went down. You know, <laughs> um, so we've had elevators go out at events. You know, I mean, yeah, John, we could do a whole episode of mishaps on events. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've had a couple of clients. But yeah, the day of, um, actually worked with a videographer a couple of weeks ago. And he, it was one of the biggest compliments that I've received. He said, you are so laid back and approachable. It was the first time we had worked together. And he said, yet yeah, you're so in control. And he said, a lot of um, event planners get in a tizzy or you can tell they're stressed out. And as the person who's in charge that day, everyone is looking to you. So if I'm stressed out, if my team is stressed out, if we don't have smiles on our face, then everyone's like, oh no, what's going on? Mm. But as long as that we are calm, we exude that peace, um, that we are in control, um, even though there's yeah thousands of different um, pieces going on and um, everything happening at the same time. But as long as we remain in control and at peace, it flows from the top down. So everybody else remains, okay, she's got it. We're in control. And so it's really that peace of mind that we provide, which honestly is kind of priceless. You can't put a price tag on that you know, to just make sure that things run smoothly. Um, and it's done with fun and joy. Sometimes we're out on the dance floor. So we're just, yeah, always having a good time. That's awesome. Sarah Patton is with us folks, and she is the uh, founder and owner 
of social bliss events. So Sarah, let's uh, talk about what events are looking like in the post COVID uh, world, how they've changed from the pre pandemic times. Uh, What do they look like? Thankfully they are back and there honestly aren't any changes. Um, So obviously last year there was a trend towards micro weddings. So we were seeing 25 and kind of 75 person events, mass required, um, even for catering, a lot of buffets or um, a lot of people do buffets and um, you couldn't do that. You had to put spacing in between them. Um, So last year we saw a lot of micro, smaller, um, more intimate um, events. And this year, thankfully, um, we have one coming up next month where we're slated for 250 guests. Um, That wedding, we actually rescheduled three times. So we're on our fourth wedding date. Um, because our clients were like, look, this is the venue we want. These are the amount of people that we want to be there. And we don't want to have our guests wearing masks. We want everyone to enjoy each other and to safely have fun. And so, yeah, thankfully things are back. And right now everything is smooth sailing. Um, and we're really excited for it to be back like it was, um, pre COVID, which is really amazing. Yeah, for sure. Now I would love it if you maybe could share a success story, uh, you know, a, a planning event planning experience that you're particularly proud of the work that you did. Yeah. Oh, there are so many. We like, like I said, we love so many of our events. Um, I'll give two examples. Um, one kind of from a, it was a 21st birthday weekend. We had 14 girls in from Ole Miss and um, they were here. We had everything planned. The parents had kind of planned to have them um, Uber and Lyft everywhere because, you know, Nashville is small enough that you can kind of get around. Um, when they arrived, there was a massive downpour and the parents were like, oh my goodness, 21 year olds trying to shuttle them all around, get them in multiple Ubers, get them downtown to Broadway. This is going to be a disaster. So they called me, they had reservations at Pinewood at 7 PM. They called me about 5 30 PM. They were like, we want transportation for the whole weekend. We just want to have one shuttle, one bus, and within 30 minutes, I was able to book, sign, and call my contacts and have a bus to them. And they were only 15 minutes late, which I obviously called Pinewood and gave them a heads up, 15 minutes behind schedule. Mm. And so that is something that I'm so proud of. And the vendors that we work with, um, that I've developed relationships that I love and trust, um, but the expertise that we have and, yeah, the connections that we've developed, um, because not everyone would be able to do that. So I'm grateful that we could do that and have happy clients. Um, And then I would say another one is definitely um, our wedding being featured in People Magazine. So it was so great um, to be able to see that hard work displayed, um, all of the vendors that we worked with. And um, yeah, we've been doing great work for almost eight years now. But sometimes people just need that um, stamp of approval that, oh, she's been here. So it's really great to see that hard work. Um, And we do the exact same client for somebody who's in People Magazine to someone who will never be showcased there. So that is the type of excellence that we provide for every single event. Yeah, wow, that's great. Terrific, terrific work. So, uh, Sarah, this has been great. And I, uh, wow, I could keep going, uh, uh, but we need to... uh, draw this interview to a close and let you uh, get on to planning your next event uh, that you're working on with some uh, someone out there. But uh, before we let you go, let's get to the most important question, which is how folks can get in touch with you. Yeah. So um, obviously our website is a great place for people to reach out. 
So that is socialbliss-events.com. Um, they can also find us on Instagram, which is at Social Bliss Events, and then on Facebook as well. Um, so those are the best ways for people to reach out and contact us um, and fill out our contact form. And then we will take it from there and set up those consultations and really looking forward to planning some more wonderful events the rest of this year. Um, we already have stuff booked for 2022 and into 2023. So um, we are really excited for the upcoming next couple of years and everything that is to come. Wow. Folks, get in touch. You better get in touch to get on Sarah's calendar. Uh, Sarah Patton has been with us, uh, founder and owner of Social Bliss Events. Uh, Sarah, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thanks, John, for having me. I appreciate it so much. What a wonderful time together. Yeah, thank you again. Uh, Folks, just a quick reminder that we would love it if you would go uh, find our show on your favorite podcast app. Nashville Business Radio is the search term. And I have a bold ask of you, that is to subscribe and to give us a five-star review. And frankly, that's not about me. It's not about Business Radio X. It's about the great guests that we have on this show uh, who deserve to be found. They do great work uh, in the product services that they offer. And so we would love it if you would give us the, uh, give the show a five-star review because it helps people find the show and find the great guests that we've had. Uh, here on Nashville Business Radio. If you'd like to get in touch with me directly, feel free. Give me a a shout on email, jray at businessradiox.com, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. And if you've got some uh, uh, guests that you'd like uh, for us to uh, interview, we'd love to hear about that as well. So for my guest, Sarah Patton, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on Nashville Business Radio.